You would think that typing your notes removes the potential errors caused by Doctor's dodgy handwriting. Hello and welcome to this week's Urgent Bite, brought to you by the Royal New Zealand College of Urgent Care. My name is Guy Melrose and today I want to highlight a note writing practice that could lead to unintended errors. Communication is at the heart of medical practice. There is the interpersonal communication with a patient in which we gather and impart information. And there's the interprofessional communication in which we request things of our colleagues, hand over information, and also record things for a future colleague to use or be informed by. There is also, I suppose, an element of communicating with your future self too, in which you use your notes to look back and remember details of a previous consultation. Often when we're writing reports and need our memories refreshed many months later. In all these situations, we might use a mixture of verbal and non-verbal communication skills. But one thing that unites all communication is the need for it to be clear, understandable, unambiguous, and to a degree, suitably concise. And this is the case with our written communications, which is the area I want to highlight today. It has been a running joke since Hippocrates that doctors' handwriting is poor. I guess this can be blamed on the speed at which we have to write and the volume of information we need to record. Perhaps. But medicine has always utilised shorthand notations for making the act of note-keeping and prescribing quicker. These shorthands still need to be written clearly. But they also need to be universally understood. So if we write NKDA, most people will take that to mean known known drug allergies. Hopefully. It is important that we do not use shorthand that is misinterpreted, and most workplaces should try and have an agreed shorthand glossary to ensure everyone can translate what you mean. So if you see PND you should know whether the person has paroxysmal nocturnal dyspnea, postnasal drip, or postnatal depression. Or if someone writes STI, you should know it to be either a sexually transmitted infection or a soft tissue injury. But the documentation issue I wanted to highlight today relates to how we document our numbers specifically as they relate to days and weeks. It is a common shorthand to use a fraction to denote days, weeks and months. So we use a seventh, a twelfth or a fifty-tooth. Four over seven means four days. Four over fifty-two means four weeks. Four over twelve means four months. It is a fairly universal way of writing this information in my experience. But as I write this, we're in the month of July. And if you're in any country apart from the United States, we record our dates as the day followed by the month. So today, as I type, is the 27th of July. So you might write it as 27 slash 7. 
Now, the other day, I saw a note that said injury happened 4 slash 7. I inferred it to mean four days ago. However, it meant the 4th of July. This was actually 16 days ago. There is a big difference between four days and 16 days when it comes to an injury. Both the documentation of dates outside the US and the shorthand for time in medicine is, I think, a pretty universally understood process. Certainly, I understand it, and yet I was caught out by the way it had been written in this particular instance. And this was on a computer, so I could not blame handwriting for the confusion. In my case, the patient quickly corrected the assumption I'd made from reading the triage note, so no harm came of my error. But the lesson here is to think carefully about what you write and how it actually reads. If this had said injury happened on 4 slash 7, then it would have been clear it was a date. If it said injury happened 4 slash 7 ago, then it is clear it is the number of days. But it had never occurred to me before now that the month of July, unless you're in the USA, could lead to a miscommunication in written notes in this way. So it is a good idea to reread your notes to check that they are reflecting what it is you want to say. And also, if you do have time, it's probably better to write things out completely or to make sure you use common shorthand that has no ambiguity. Now, if anyone has any other examples of note writing habits that cause confusion or have any comments, questions, corrections or suggestions, email podcast at rnzcuc.org.nz. And we'll be back again next week with another podcast. I look forward to seeing you all then. But for now, thanks for listening. <laughs>